Pastor Lars Olson will deliver this morning's sermon. Dear friends in Christ, grace and peace to you from God our Father, from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who comes to us now by the Holy Spirit to give to us again the kingdom of God with a simple little word of promise, giving us comfort and joy and peace that our lives are in his good care. Amen. Jesus said, the foxes have, their net hole, foxes have holes and the birds have nests, but the Son of Man has nowhere to lay his head. He has no place in this world. And it's a good thing, too, because he hasn't come to make his own place in this world, but to bring the kingdom of God into the world that will not have it. The world is always struggling against one another to find its center, to find its hold, to keep a, keep, a, keep a place of its own in this world to make sure nothing can take it away. That's what we call security, right? We can be sure that we have some place where we belong, where we can count on, that nothing can be taken away from us. We like to have a place of our own in this world, a place where we belong, where we know we can go and find comfort and peace. Our lives go chaotic when that comfort and peace is threatened and we start fighting back to hold on to it, right? This is why it's a God's gift to us that there are small places in this world where we can always return and find that comfort. It's important to have those places because the world is a hard place and not every place do you belong. Places like home, family, church, community. These things ground us in the world and care for us. They give us little glimpses of hope that we actually do have a place in this world. But of course, our place in this world is always tentative. You know this as you get older. Life is short. Nothing is as secure as it seems. There seems to be no place where we can turn that everything will always remain exactly the same just so we can count on it, to always go back. It's fine to go out into the world and have an adventure, but you always need a place where you belong, right? We yearn for it, and we find that comfort by returning to familiar places all the time. We cling to them for what we call our life. That's why there's great sadness at the death of a family member. It's why there's great turmoil and change. It's why we resist and struggle so much to keep just a bit of normal semblancy for our lives. And then comes Jesus into the world, into this difficult, dark place that refuses to have anything to do with God. It tries to create a little spot where God can't intervene 
to tell God, stay out of our business and we'll stay out of yours. It's throughout the entire Bible. Started in the Garden of Eden. You can't mistake it in the, in the Exodus. The kings, having kings, remember, was a rejection of God being their king and saying, we want a worldly king like everyone else. All the way through the prophets and to Jesus, who now comes into the world, even at his birth, it said, there was no place for them in the inn. This world has no place for Jesus and keeps pushing him out and away. Even his hometown of Nazareth, when he went there to preach to them, they said, who is this? How can he say such things? Let's throw him off a cliff. Jesus keeps going to new places, and every place, what does he find but resistance and rejection and pushing him, for he has no place in this world. Foxes and birds have their place. We're all striving to have a place in this world, but Jesus comes right out and says it, the world has no place for me. He even sends his disciples ahead to the Samaritan town. The Samaritans, of course, were uh, not quite Jewish, not quite Gentile. They were kind of outcasts from everybody, their own little thing there in the northern part of Israel. He goes to the outcasts who tell him, no, there's no place for you here. He keeps going and seeking to find not a place for himself in this world, but to find his people in the world, those that will hear his voice, those who have no place themselves, who are always at the winds of wherever the world is turning to give them comfort and hope that he has come to prepare a place for you. His face is set to Jerusalem, the final place where the world will push him to is the cross. That's finally where the world says, that's where you belong, shameful, suffering, dying. But of course, that is just the place itself where Jesus' mission comes to a head, where he's saying, see, I have no place in this world, but I give you the kingdom of God. The kingdom is not a place that he has carved out, a geographical location within the world. It is his word of promise that says you belong to God. God has chosen you, picked you, and given you a word in Christ where you say you have no place. I want my own place. I want to have a buffer between you and me. Christ says, when that all collapses, remember, I have gone ahead to prepare a place for you. He goes forward into these towns where people say, I will follow you. I'll go wherever you want to go. But of course, nobody wants to go to the cross with him. Even there, he is rejected and abandoned. He's betrayed even. But it is to his betrayers and those who reject him, those who don't 
have any, any place left to go that he comes and says to you, the kingdom of God is for you. Those who say they want to follow him admit that there are all sorts of worldly needs that they need to attend to. They need to bury their family. They need to say goodbye. They need to deal with their worldly life. That's where we find ourselves, isn't it? Pushed this way and that, never quite knowing where to stand, never quite knowing where our place is, but always holding on to Christ who holds on to us. Going forward to make a place for you, a place where you belong, a place where your life is secure and sure. The disciples, James and John, went into the Samaritan land and found rejection, and they turned to Jesus and said, we know what to do with those who reject you. Let's call down fire. We'll put an end to this. And Jesus turns and rebukes them because he hasn't come to bring the wrath of God into the world. There's enough of that already. But it's come to bring a word of comfort and promise to those who are always pushed and turned away. Maybe I'm speaking a bit to myself these days because of so much uh, uncertainty and transition going on in my life, but I assume that's part of your life as well these days. It's part of the life of First Lutheran, isn't it? Things are changing. We come to the sanctuary, but even this place is turning and changing for us. In my life, I'm changing jobs. My family is moving, not very far, but to a new home. And so everywhere I turn, my life is moving this way and that, wondering where we are going to find a center again. But it's to exactly that that Jesus has come to give us this word that says wherever you go, wherever life blows you, wherever uncertainty surrounds you, you have the promise that you are chosen by God, given the promise of baptism, that nothing will take you away from God's hand. And to live in that promise is to live by the Spirit, not consuming one another with arguments and uh, dif divisions, but rather saying, wherever we go, wherever we are, wherever the Spirit blows, whatever changes are to come, we have the Spirit producing within us love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, and generosity. Not so that we could look at one another and say, see how peaceful I am, see how generous I am, but to see the other people in our world blown this way and that to say, my peace, the peace that God has given to me, I have come to give to you. I'm not a generous person at heart, but I am generous to you because you need it this day. Christ comes to give us this place, the kingdom of God that surrounds us wherever we go, wherever we trust in this word, so that whatever uncertainties of the world might be pushing and pulling and devouring us, we would always have the confidence and joy of knowing that the kingdom of God is here with us. Wherever Christ and his word come, wherever the spirit speaks, there, whatever the world throws at you, you have the peace of Christ 
always. You are God's beloved children, chosen, promised life in Christ. That's what we have. That's all of it. In the midst of a world where every week we have something new to argue over and something new to consume one another with, Christ reminds us that we don't have a place in this world, but we do have a place in the kingdom of God. Amen.